Optimize My Life, the ultimate radio show where we unlock the secrets to living our best lives. Now, before we dive into this exciting journey of self-improvement and empowerment, I want to take a moment to thank our incredible sponsor, The Hope Collection, for making this show possible. Their unwavering commitment to spreading hope and positivity in our lives is truly remarkable. We believe in the power of interaction, so we want you to be a part of this incredible journey. Call in, write to us, or connect on social media. We'd love to hear your questions, experiences, and challenges. Together, we'll create a thriving community of like-minded individuals, supporting each other to thrive and shine. Hello, hello. Hi, hello. sorry, I was <laughs> So, welcome to Revelations with the Path to a New Intuitive Wellness with Paige and Linda. Hi, Linda. Hello. Hi. Hi. (laughs) How are you all today? I'm doing good. How are you? Real good. Real good. Good. I have to leave about one thirty or so. <clears throat> We're helping a friend of ours is moving out of state and has um, given her washer, excuse me, washer and dryer to another friend of ours. So we're helping her pick that up this afternoon. So um, I can't stay for the whole show, but um, I'm glad glad to meet you guys, gals. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good to know. All right. So how has your week been? Very good. Very fast. My goodness. Weeks just fly by. It seems I can't believe it's Thursday already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So there were some things that I... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I wasn't saying anything more. Oh, okay. Um, well, I know last time we were talking about potassium and how that can be beneficial and something that I have been talking about on um, my own blog and, like, social media that I think really caught people's interest was water. And that comes um, – it kind of goes together with the issue of potassium and um, – I just think it's a good idea to kind of break down some of the most common health advice, which is to drink more water and how just like everything else that we've kind of talked about up to this point, um, it's important to take everything with a grain of salt, literally, which we've also talked about, but um, to realize that everything is individual and you shouldn't necessarily just implement information on a black and white basis and you should see how it applies to you personally and still check in with your body. Um, So water is obviously beneficial and necessary for life. So that's really important. But basically the health advice is always drink more water, you know, no matter what, Mm -hmm. that's something everyone can do. And Um, I've even heard it said that it can be good for the metabolism and that that's something that we can get into, but it's um, more complex than that. Just like a lot of things with the metabolism that we hear in the mainstream, in the mainstream like health field. Um, But when we drink water, we need minerals to metabolize that, to make use of it. So, if your body is depleted of minerals, which can include sodium or salt that we've talked about, which includes chloride, which is vital, and potassium or even iodine, 
if you're not balanced in those minerals and you're just drinking water like it's your job because that's what you've heard, see, regardless of everything else, um, that can actually throw off your electrolytes and that can actually cause you issues. So you could wind up worse than before if your overall health isn't in balance and if basically if you're not listening to your body. And this is something that I actually dealt with recently um, because something that I do to get in my liquid is uh, green juice. So, like, it has, like, green vegetable juice, like spinach, but also some apple juice and stuff. And it's, you know, really fresh. It's not pasteurized, but it's really good. And it makes you feel better. It has electrolytes. But I ran out of that recently. So... I didn't put two and two together, but all of a sudden, I started feeling really bad when I would drink water, and I started noticing this, like, restless feeling and this anxiety, especially in the morning when I drink water, which a lot of advice is, like, drink a glass of water first thing in the morning, and it's really good for your metabolism and all of this, which I'm not saying that's bad, but hear me out. So, what... The reason is, is I wasn't getting the minerals and the vitamins and everything that comes with hydration as a whole when I wasn't getting that green juice. So my body was just getting this water. And since I'm not used to like balancing things out with water, my body was kind of like, what is all this just water first thing in the morning, you know? So I started getting chapped lips which is totally abnormal for me. I had that anxiety when I would drink water and even my appetite started to go down, which is weird. And that's a sign of low metabolism when your appetite goes down because your body is down-regulating your metabolic processes so it can deal with less food. Um, Anyway, so it took me a while to figure it out but that's when I decided to share that, and I I started looking into um, the recommendation for water. Everyone knows that the generic advice is to drink 64 ounces of water or eight 8-ounce glasses, and that actually originated from someone on the Nutrition and Health Board at Harvard, um, but what isn't acknowledged is the sentence after that advice by the nutrition board, which is the source of that hydration or liquid can come from soup, juice, milk, fruit, vegetables. So people are just drinking all of this water. They're not acknowledging the liquid that could be hydrating and they could be diluting the water in their body. So all of our cells have some liquid in it. So all of our cells are made up of minerals, liquid, all kinds of things, not just water. But when you're drinking a bunch of water, that can actually dilute the cells in your body. And that can actually bring down your metabolism because you need electrolytes to make your metabolism go like a battery. You need electrolytes to get that going. Like I know in chemistry, we would have an experiment where we could use electrolytes to turn on um, something electrically. Well, it won't turn on if there isn't enough electrolytes. So your body runs on electricity. So it's really important. And electrolytes are really powerful, whether you're getting it in a drink or you're eating enough food. But your body always has to be in balance. You have to be eating enough food or getting enough glucose, you know, and electrolytes in whatever liquid you're drinking. So... Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yes, yes. <clears throat> I know I'm drinking more water than ever because I've stopped drinking soda. I was mm. at least two two bottles of Dr. Pepper a day. But I also drink milk. I also drink mm-hmm. juices, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a little wow. more. Well, I'm also eating this time of year, especially a lot more fruit. Oh, the yeah. cherries, the peaches are out now in Western New York, and they're just fabulous. So, you know, I'm eating um, more fresh vegetables than ever before. But my biggest 
<clears throat> my biggest thing is um, stopping the um, the soda. Um, uh-huh. the, you know, and I love Dr. Pepper, but it's not doing me any favors. And so mm-hmm. if I have one every two weeks, if I'm someplace, that would be my brother-in-law who was so sweet. We went to a, a picnic and he said, you know, last time you were over, I bought some Dr. Pepper. Do you want me to bring some to the picnic for you? And I said, no, please don't <laughs> because it's just too tempting. Um, but as you said before, it really is a, a having a well-rounded um, diet, not just, um, you know, living on not even bread and water, just water, um, you know, it, 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 or doing just all of one kind of food um, and not having anything in balance. It's just as dangerous as overeating, I, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's not acknowledged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of this or if you've ever tried kombucha. I know in some areas of the country it's, like, more common. Like, I'm in the Pacific Northwest, and it's kind of a common thing, but it's a fermented, bubbly drink. It's really good for your gut bacteria, like probiotic. Mm-hmm. And it where I live at the health food stores, like, I don't know if you have New Seasons or Whole Foods or Natural Grocers, but they have this kombucha, and it's like an imitation of Dr. Pepper. So I don't know if you would even be, like, interested in trying that, because obviously it probably wouldn't be the exact same, but I've tried some kombuchas that I like more than soda. I mean, I've never been a big soda drinker, but... I will crave kombucha because it's so good and it tastes sweet, but it's natural and it's fermented. So it's really actually good for the gut. It can make your mood better. I've heard so many stories from people about how kombucha just makes them feel better immediately. But um, yeah, I think it's by, I'll have to get you the information. Um, but I there's, haven't I heard the word before. In the name. I don't I've never had it, I must say. Oh, okay. Yeah, it might be interesting to give a shot when you're going without um, soda. Like I had some friends that I worked with when I was waitressing, and, you know, they always saw me with it, and they just got hooked once they tried it, and then they'd be making trips to the health food store themselves because they just loved it. So, yeah, you might. Yeah, I'm surprised I have not missed the soda, I thought, you know, with the caffeine that I thought I would, um, because I have stopped drinking soda from time to time, and um, mm-hmm. I've had headaches, but I did not have a headache this time, so. Oh, that's great, and it sounds like you're making so many other good changes, so maybe that's like supporting your body through that. hmm Yeah, that's cool. But. Yeah, and then kombucha has, like, B vitamins in it, so that has a lot of um, nutrients that help your body with energy and stuff like that as well. So there's so many Mm -hmm. different benefits in case anyone is interested. But, yeah, so you said you've been, since you've changed the Dr. Pepper, you've taken that out, so you've added what would you say you've added that normally you don't, like more fruit, more juice, or just in um, general? Actually, I am drinking drinking more more water, and mm-hmm. um, but I bought and and I am trying not to drink a lot of excuse me the fruit juice because it does have you know sugar in it, but um, mm-hmm. and so. You know, the combination of two once in a while. Gosh, I can't remember the last time I've had a glass of chocolate milk. But I, mm. I've had, but I can't tell you when the last time I've had one. Um, for um, for breakfast a couple of days, and actually even for lunch one day, I had a protein shake. Um, and that mm-hmm. was good. But it is, I do have a um, milk base on that because I tried it with just water and I didn't like it. Um, so I do have a, you know, um, a protein shake from time to time. Yeah. 
and that's that's been very it's very filling and very good tasting um you know and so i use that as as a breakfast actually right now i'm having a piece of whole wheat toast <laughs> with yeah. a little butter on it so because yeah, I'd good. rather have just a little butter than than a um, margarine or anything. So I oh yeah, butter actually has a lot of health benefits. There's a huge amount of vitamin A in butter, vitamin K, which is actually fairly hard to get in other places. Though those fats definitely have benefits that are often not considered. But margarine, oh, my gosh, I heard that's like a molecule away from being plastic or something like that. It's amazing that it can even taste <laughs> like butter when it's so chemical-ridden. Yeah, I just, yeah. you know, I'd rather just limit um, how much I put on um, than using any of the, uh, you know, Brand X. <laughs> I don't want to mention mention names, but my sister-in-law mm-hmm. produced all these horrible things, and they just tasted so fake, and it just really turned me off on that. Really? Yeah, I actually have a blog post on the benefits of fat. If anyone's interested, I can put in the uh, in the group at my blog page for wellness.com because that was something in my nutrition training that I wasn't really aware of before. I was kind of ambivalent about because there's so much competing information, but there are pretty unique benefits of fat. Um, like your gallbladder is an organ um, that's involved in digestion, and it secretes a hormone that um, is only secreted when you do have some fat, and that indicates to your body that you're full. So that can help you from feeling like you're starving. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it also has other benefits, like um, making your hormones, because you need cholesterol to make your hormones, and it creates bile, which is um, an ingredient, basically, in our digestive process that helps get rid of toxins, which toxin buildup is definitely a culprit when it comes to weight gain as well as gallbladder issues because um, the gallbladder actually helps excrete fat. So when that's not working, fat can literally build up in our system. So you need fat to get rid of fat. You know, it's not so black and white, you know, and sometimes like you said, that restriction can really bite you, you know, in the butt. (laughs) It's amazing. Everything just all works together, and there's a balance, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. can see how it's easy to get out of balance, but, you know, wow. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's so easy. Yeah, especially when you're trying to do everything right, you know. It can be so easy to go off track that way. So it's great how you're approaching things. And I know some people aren't hungry in the morning, so that might be, a good like if some people you know don't eat at all or have a hard time getting anything down in the morning, a protein shake might be a good way to get things started. Because sometimes having like some fruit can really help kind of fire up your metabolism and your um, your hunger signals. So not being hungry in the morning, you know, in our um, current day, especially in America, you know, intermittent fasting is kind of Um, glorified, you know, if you can't eat, that's kind of, um, you know, touted as a good thing, but it's actually a sign that your metabolism isn't working properly. You should be hungry in the morning. I used to never be hungry until like two in the afternoon just because I wasn't feeding myself enough regularly. And um, that's something that I always am now and I've just noticed my mood is so much better my body temperature is higher which indicates all of my body processes are functioning at the optimal rate you know my body isn't conserving anything so I'm not losing hair you know and that can support things like reproduction having smooth 
skin, having optimal hormones, and all kinds of things. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, breakfast is a good thing. When I was working, I found it difficult to eat in the morning before mm-hmm. I left for work. Um, but I would take something with me uh, <clears throat> because once I got to work, you know, it's, it's just I and settled down, and it's always mm-hmm. it was always a rush in the morning, rush, 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 and mm-hmm. so um, even if I got up earlier, it didn't it didn't help. It seems, but what I mm-hmm. found I was doing is then if I took something with me, I'd be fine. If I didn't take something with me, I would really be hungry and just mm-hmm. you know you don't you know. But yet, now that I'm home, I find, um, you know, I have time I can, you know, scramble up an egg um, or do do a protein shake or, mm-hmm. you know, have, have, like this morning, have a peach. And now I'm having this slice of rye bread, yeah. wheat bread, whatever this is. Uh-huh. That's cool. Love that. Yeah, it's peach season for sure. Oh, the peaches this year are just amazing. Yeah, that's great. Do you have any fruit trees? I know you said that you grow some vegetables. <laughs> sort of, kind of. Although we did, we made um, bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwiches with um, mm-hmm. tomatoes from our garden. Um, yeah. The woodchuck got just about everything else in my garden. Um, we do have an oh, no. apple tree in our front yard, but it's um, they're, they're just more like a crab apple type thing. They're very pretty, oh. but you wouldn't want to eat one. Right. So, but the yeah. deer love them. The deer come and, and munch on the tree. So. Yeah, you're just providing for all the wildlife, aren't you? <laughs> Whether we want to or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, no, we've been since I've been home. You know, I obviously have been cooking more than um, and so we've been very um, you know, very very good with um, you know, trying new things and and oh. just eating a lot more at home than when I was working because a lot of times when I was working on the way home, we'd stop someplace or not that we haven't been going out for, you know, dinner and lunch completely, but we have been doing things more, more at home, which is really, really good. Absolutely. That's awesome. Sounds like you're doing things right. The only thing I haven't been doing enough is moving around and and walking, um, and so that I'm I have to work on. Yeah. Sounds like you're still going in the right direction, and yeah, it's good to walk more. It's good that you're also moving in in the way that you're cooking. So that's at least a, you know an improvement from before. Mhm. Are there any like staples that you have been cooking like regularly, or do you guys just like to try a lot of different recipes? Well, the one thing that we did that was interesting, we made um, with the the bell peppers. You know the. The sweet peppers are so nice, and so I made um, stuffed stuffed peppers with the. I did use instead. Of, from time to time, I've used ground turkey, but this time I used ground beef, um, mm-hmm. very lean, and um, you know, so with the rice and the tomato sauce, and so made stuffed peppers. But we didn't eat the peppers itself. Um, so what I did, I didn't want to waste them. So what I did. Um, rinsed them out and patted them dry and then saved them. Then the next night I made fajitas. And so I used the, you know, sliced up the peppers with some onions and um, spices and we made, um, 
we made fajitas, uh, you know, with um, slices of chicken and, you know, the, so it, so we, we got double use out of the bell peppers, which huh. I thought was funny when I told yeah. somebody that I that I rinsed them out and dried them and used them the next night. They thought I was crazy. But, yeah, we didn't eat the pepper. We just ate the filling. So I we had the peppers. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Do you like spicier stuff or do you like mild? Very mild. We 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 that. laugh, you know. I'm Irish and to us salt and pepper is exotic, so we <laughs> <laughs> and Ron does not like um taco seasonings or any he doesn't really like Mexican food, even though we go to Mexico a lot, but um <laughs> Yeah, he he doesn't he doesn't like um the uh, the peppers or the the spices. So my fajitas, um, or even if I make up the taco, it does not have any of the the peppers or anything, any any spices in it. So we have our version of <laughs> of tacos and fajitas. I see. That's cool. Yeah, honoring your. Uh your preferences, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> but we've been um, just making, um, we had the other night he made, we just used, we had shrimp, um, frozen shrimp, and we had mm-hmm. cherry tomatoes. So we, um, and the, the shrimp I just, you know, took the tails off, and we had an Alfredo sauce with egg noodles and the cherry tomatoes, and it just made a very nice combination. Um, so it was something quick, and even though it had the Alfredo sauce, it really wasn't all that heavy, and it was, we didn't make the Alfredo sauce from scratch, you know, mm-hmm. um, but we used just the jar of Alfredo sauce, but it just made up a nice you know, a nice meal just, you know, just for the two of us. It wasn't, we didn't have a lot. Um, so it was, that was, but that was a quick and easy meal and it was very mm-hmm. good. That sounds so perfectly balanced. Great to hear, you know, you're on a diet, you're, di- or you're not on a diet. I, I shouldn't really say that. Um, but <laughs> you're, you know, improving your, your lifestyle but you're still mm-hmm. enjoying something that you guys can both enjoy with no foam. And the, the tomatoes add some of those phytonutrients. And even the Alfredo has some good fat in it, you know. And that's mm-hmm. just great. And shrimp, so many and benefits. Yeah. yeah, I love it too. It always tastes so um, decadent to have shellfish to me. It's like a treat, even though it's oh. like one of the health foods. We eat a lot of shrimp, um, and um, in fact, when I was going through the um, the freezer, I realized I have some six ounce um, vacuum packed um, salmon that I'm going to get out. And and Ron doesn't like salmon, but I love it. And so one night I'll make something for him, and I'll have I'll have the salmon. I hear him um, with his car keys. We're going over to our friend's house um, to get the new washer and dryer. Um, mm-hmm. Our friend um, had a house in Florida and a house in in um, West Annika, Buffalo, and they've sold that house and they're coming. They're moving down just to live in their Florida house um, year round. So she's um, giving up the. She's giving up the um, washer and dryer, so. so. Well, that's nice of you to hold so, down. So, so I have to leave right now. But thank you, thank okay. you for these calls. And I'll catch up with you next week then. Okay, sounds good. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hmm. Um, and then okay. did I send you an article? I meant to. Send, if I didn't, I'm going to send it to you. 
how they have figured out that your gut health and is connected to your brain, and they actually have this where your um, what is it? Draw a blank. Give me one minute. I pull it back up. Okay. Um, I'm assuming since you don't know what I'm talking about that I didn't send it to you. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I get a bunch of. I follow a lot of psychology stuff. Oh. And so um, when they come out with some new studies with um, brain development, mm-hmm. dive into them. Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. I follow like neurology pages and all kinds of psychology pages. It's super interesting, especially how it's connected to the gut. It's amazing. I think I've seen some studies about that recently, you know, about how like um, your gut bacteria can actually influence your dementia or Alzheimer's risk, which is really cool. Yeah, what they found is that your gut's neural system, because, you know, from the 50s, we knew that the cells in your body, not just in your brain, control everything. They're all basically duplicates of itself. Mm. And what they have found out is the neurons in your gut actually turn around now and regenerate. So it's not, you know, like in your, we always thought because in your brain the cells are there, they don't, you know. But they're finding out actually that's not true. They just regenerate at a slower rate. Mm. That's really cool. Yeah, the brain is so neuroplastic. Yeah, and that just makes you wonder for people with, like, you know, IBS or different, you know, gut issues, how their brain can affect that and also how their gut can actually change because you said that those cells can renew, correct? Or did I hear you wrong? No, you're exactly right. And they're talking about okay, things okay. like irritable bowel syndrome and um, other things like that and how we can treat them differently based oh, okay. on the theory. Or, well, they're proving it. And then the other one is about strawberries and how they actually have they increase your cognitive ability. They make you smarter. Wow. Very interesting. I'm so curious to read that and how exactly that works. But it doesn't surprise me at the same time because berries have so many antioxidants. I just wonder how it works specifically. I just sent you both of them in Facebook Messenger. Mm-hmm. I, I think I got it. I, okay, yeah. Very cool. That's so interesting. Now I feel yeah. I start feeling bad when I, my kids want something. And I'm like, no, I just don't want to get any because you don't eat enough of them. And, you know. I was amazed how easy they are to grow. Like, they took over my garden bed, actually. <laughs> yeah. But they're tiny, but still, it's gone. Um. I like the company Back to Root, and what they've done is it was two college kids that are from Mexico that came here to college, and they started a business as a college project based on their lack of being able to get fresh fruits and vegetables, and they're down mm-hmm. in California. And what it is, it's all natural, organic mason jars, and you put big the whole kit and it's designed for kids and they've expanded it huge. So you can grow your tomato plants, your strawberries, different things, herbs in your windows or on your oh. counter. Yeah, nobody knows it seems like how that can be done, you know, for everyone. It's so enriching, it's good for, you know, the health and it's just it makes people want to be more involved and you know with the earth with growing things that are good for them with their health as a result it's so cool i wish that was more common for people to be aware of that because that can really like change the world as far as i'm concerned mm-hmm. it's really cool 
Yeah, that reminds me of when I started growing things because I was really intimidated by it. There were, I discovered these things called seed sheets and it's all organic, kind of like what you were mentioning, but it's like it has that weed blocks that we laid down, you know, to prevent weeds from coming up, but they have little spots in it to where it's, um, there are seeds like embedded into it. So the seeds will come up and it makes it so easy. All you have to do is water it and it grows like extremely easy, tell you exactly what kind of pot to use or they may send you a pot. And yeah, it's just, it makes it so easy. And from there on out, I knew I could grow things, you know, it's, it's you nice don't to have take weed. it easy first step. That's the best And you part. don't have to weed. Yeah. You know, like my husband, yeah. he decided he was going to do the garden this year all by himself. Mom was not going to do it. I'm like, all right, here's the deal. You do it yourself. Well, mom does it, you know, you take a string, you measure it out, you put seeds in, so you have nice straight rows, and you plant it out and organize it because, you know, certain things. It's just how my brain operates. I like order. Mm-hmm. And he's walking through the garden the other day. I'm looking at him, and I go, the only thing I know that's in here is the corn because I can see it. <laughs> and the watermelon in the back. <laughs> He's like, I think I planted something here. I think I planted it. He planted it in, like, bunches. And I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. Of course, he didn't tell the kids, you know, don't play here, because that used to be my son's dirt pile. Oh. (laughs) And so, yeah. (laughs) He made a very great weed garden. Oh, yeah. Well, that's funny. Yeah. I have to admit, I'm more like your husband. This um, year, it kind of turned out that way. It was like, what is that again? <laughs> I had to, like, take a picture and post it on some of the uh, plant identification groups. Like, is this a weed or <laughs> so definitely doing things differently? I think it helps to <laughs> start them in a separate um, container but or in, like, little egg cartons. That's a really fun way to do it, too. But... Yeah, that's so cool. I just put them in pots and I'm just lazy like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good way to do it, actually. It seems more um, efficient. Yeah. And it's cheaper than buying. I mean, buying fruit is expensive. Yeah, and that actually reminds me that I think people might not realize it's possible because I didn't know, but you can actually regrow things from scratch. Like if you buy celery, you can cut the top off or you can, I mean, really, you just want to use the end, you know, where where they all connect at the bottom. You can use that. You can actually bury it in dirt or you can just put it in a jar of water and it will start regrowing celery. And there are lots of things that do that, which sounds like you're familiar with gardening, so you might know this, but... Um, it's a really good like on Facebook. Um, I will post it this weekend. I have to find it. On yeah. how to do that. Like even with strawberries or even oranges and different things and how to put the different fruits together to get them to grow. Yeah, so it's like you don't even have to necessarily invest money to start with. You can just experiment and see how it goes. But it's it's super exciting. I thought, thought that was really cool. There's so many things, like lettuce as well. I mean, who knew? You can get free lettuce from the lettuce you bought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really cool, and I didn't realize this when I started researching hydroponic gardens and how to make one. Cool. If you've got a business to fish in it, that's the perfect base for your hydroponic garden. Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing that's really good for people living in apartments. They have some of those kits that are actually really easy to start with. They make it super convenient. Like I know Walmart has one. They have like pre-sectioned out little pieces of like soil that you just put in the little cup in the water and all you have to do is refill it and you'll have like a huge amount of crops growing and it takes off like maybe a square foot or two but yeah or just take you know like I did is um, 
I had just a small fish tank. I took a, a um, tote lid. I just put holes in it. And mm-hmm. I just put the plants, once they grew a little bit, I put them in there. And you got your own hydroponic garden. Wow. And that, the, that's me. Well, the cool part is, is because the plants are putting oxygen in the, into the water, but it also helps pull the nitrates and stuff out of the water, so you're not having to clean your fish tank out as often. Oh, wow. And I, I didn't realize how easy it is to grow sweet potatoes as well. Like, that's another thing you can grow from scraps. You can just take you might notice if you buy potatoes that they start growing little sprouts. Well, in the case of sweet potatoes, you can actually cut those off or just pull them off and then bury them. You can just Google like the way to bury it properly because um, I think you need a little part of it sticking out um, to get light for it to grow properly. But yeah, you can just bury that and sweet potatoes actually grow invasively in some areas. So it's a really good way to start um, they grow best in like the warmer seasons, but yeah, um, that's a really good thing. And then they also grow leaves that are edible. So once you do that, you can like use those to blend in like a green smoothie or something. So then you get the benefits from the greens as well as the root vegetables. It's like a super good staple to have. And then potatoes, normal potatoes grow better in the colder weather. So you can actually just take like a potato, if you have like a small one in a bag that you don't really want to use or that's sprouted, you can actually just bury that whole thing and it'll start to grow pretty well too. I do it in a bucket. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did it in a box one, just a cardboard box. I mean, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't have to be fancy or perfect, you know. I did learn a secret with potatoes, though, is that um, you want to make sure that they're not clean. Okay. When you buy them, when they're clean, they're, they use a chemical to clean them. Oh, yeah. Right, right. And I think organic is best, so they don't put this, like, chemical that keeps it from sprouting. Sorry about my dog. No, you're good. My house is usually chaotic and noisy. <laughs> but right now, my kids um, have day and night mixed up. So they're, like, up half the night. Oh, I see. How oh, I see are, you, are they just, like, do they have a disrupted sleep cycle, or do they work? Like, how old are they? They're seven and nine, but they're okay. Special, but um, since we went to a family trip to Buffalo for the first time ever taking a family trip, they're still trying. I'm trying to get them back in the cycle, but then now, like my, they usually take melatonin and help calm them down. And for them, by taking melatonin, they're literally taking like a fraction of what the actual recommended dosage is. It's like a point five milliliters. It's not even a full vial. And uh, my son tells me, nope, he will not take any of it. He's a big doesn't need it. And I'm just not ready to sit and fight with him and hold him down and force feed him stuff. So now his food's all messed up. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I know tart cherry juice. They probably wouldn't want to drink that either, but I know tart cherry juice has, like, natural melatonin. Pistachios are supposed to have um, quite a bit of melatonin. I don't know what else. You may have heard about this. Yeah, he's one of them kids, and I call him my freak of nature. Only because you will not eat fruit. You will only eat like corn as a vegetable or tomato mm-hmm. sauce. But he loves potatoes. As long as they're shaped like a fry, 
he will eat them. <laughs> so he gets enough of his nutrients with what garbage he eats to stay healthy. I've had him tested because that was my fear was he was going to get scurvy. He doesn't eat Yeah, food. yeah. Oh, right. Okay, I remember. I remember. I see. Apparently milk has milk. Oh, sorry. He won't do popsicles. He won't do juice. He won't. The extent of him, like a juice is a flavored water. And it really? has to be. Yeah. And he won't do like um, fruit roll-ups or even, you know, like I used to buy the natural version of those. Uh-huh. And after COVID, when the melatonin ran out and what they normally took, I went and um, bought him a gummy one. But it was, I didn't realize this, but the gummy one actually um, had that salty, sugary crap on the outside. No. So ever since then, he would not, will not eat food, well, or any of that. Oh, Okay. Yeah, another thing that um, is really good for increasing your melatonin, I don't know if you've heard of the blue blocking light, so, or the blue blocking glasses, so they filter the blue light, so there's no blue light, which is what makes your brain, like, awake, so if you put those on, like, Basically, after the sun goes down, then you'll notice you get a lot more tired, which it sounds like your son probably wouldn't want to do that, or maybe he'd think it was fun, depending on how it was framed. I don't know, but the glasses are, like, orange, but it's really surprising. I used to drive at night for work, and that would keep me up if I didn't use them, but it was really helpful to wear those with the bright headlights to filter out the blue light, because, you know, naturally, obviously, we're exposed. Like, ancestrally, we were supposed to be exposed to the blue light coming from the sun only at certain hours, but now we have blue light and all our artificial lights, especially with the LEDs only being used now because incandescent has been phased out. So we're exposed to the blue light constantly. So to help with sleep, you can put on those glasses or... Um, you can also put a setting on your phone to where after a certain hour it'll only emit like the red light, um, I have and it doesn't look too weird. That, but I oh, you have it? Yeah, it's on the computer, but um, never thought about that with the TV because the TV doesn't have that filter. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Um, and yeah, for him, he doesn't watch it. It's like background noise, but it's still flashing and emitting that light. Mhm. That's true. And I guess everyone's different how sensitive they are, but you know, some people yeah. sleep all night with their TV on. But yeah, it just helps you wind down, I feel like. And then you don't have to necessarily not use your phone, which obviously is ideal not to use your phone at night, but yeah. <laughs> That was something I didn't even think about, was the TV. Because we turn the lights off, and he's sensitive, like, when it's bright, especially if he's not feeling the best, like he gets headaches. Mm-hmm. I have blackout curtains. So we have blackout blinds that go down, and then I have the curtains that go oh. over, and everything gets shut. Okay. Yeah, so that goes to show he is sensitive. Interesting. Huh. Have... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I... And it's my fault. It's a genetic thing because I have extremely, it's really rare because I have dark colored eyes. So normally light sensitivity is supposed to be the lighter color your eyes are. Mm-hmm. Okay. But okay. I have that issue, so I have to wear sunglasses outside. Same. Yeah. That's okay. He's the same way, so like he likes it dark. Yeah, that's yeah. really interesting. Or filtered light. Like, I'll buy the Thomas Edison, um, the yellow light, for that mm-hmm. amber color, as opposed to the daylight light. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, exactly. Very cool. Yeah, I really like the Himalayan salt lights. I don't know if he uses night lights or not, or if you're, you've probably heard of them, but they have like a more of an orange or a red light. That's what I use because I do like to have light on at all times, you know, because my dog is in here and I want him to be able to, I want to be able to see him if he needs something or things like that. But yeah, Himalayan salt lamps, they have so many benefits because they actually emit negative ions, which is good for your health. Negative ions are something that um, nature tends to emit. And we're obviously exposed to less of that electricity and things like that and the positive ions. So we have more of a positive charge, which can be um, harmful to the health in excess. But aside from that, it emits the, that type of light that's more soothing. And so, yeah. I never thought about but that. But that's so yeah. cool you do that. You know, that you use the blackout lights and everything. You seem really informed on how to optimize his well-being with his sensitivity. Yeah. I, yeah. oh, yeah. And it's not a selfless thing because he sleeps while sleeps. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, you know, I do, what's really cool is that those salt lights, they actually have a wax warmer with that, with the salt. Because I have a couple wow. of those to actually buy new salt because mine's starting to lose its color. And you can refill it. Because, like, we use lavender salt that's through the whole house. It's supposed to be calming, and he likes it. Oh, that's so cool. I'll have to look that up. That's really cool. Yeah, and what's really cool is, you know, they were talking about, you know, fabric softener is not the best for your clothes. It leaves the chemical and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, Downey came out with a fabric refresher where it's not fabric softener. It actually does the opposite. It pulls all that, the soaps and all that stuff out of your wash, but they have it lavender scented. Okay. That's interesting. Huh. That's really interesting. We got to the point where if his blankets didn't smell like lavender, I'd have to rewash them. Yeah. That's cool. I love lavender. It's so soothing. So good for the nervous system. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he would like, like, um, I don't know if you happen to have lavender growing anywhere near you, but they have, like, lavender sachets or packets to where you can put them in, like, a little, I mean, you could put them in anything. You could tie a sock and put them inside and put that inside the pillowcase. I wonder if that would help them sleep better, like the natural lavender. Because, like, for me, I actually put lavender essential oil on my pillow at night. Like, it's essential. I will not go anywhere without having my essential oils to help me. It just relaxes me and puts me in um, a relaxed state. But maybe because he's used to the smell it would be different but um the natural lavender which maybe there is like essential oil in what you use but um dr whatever that's coming from the plant seems to help a lavender spray okay yeah yeah and then they have yep it's got it's all essential oils but it's just not as strong Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we have um, Dr. Shields has a rub, a tube with a little bit of melatonin in it, and then we use that as a calm down. We love. Uh, we used to get this um, natural lavender CBD oil. Uh, roll on. Oh, that's so cool! I love CBD. That's really smart. And the bad part was, is it didn't survive COVID, and so. We've been on the hunt for a new one that he'll actually mm-hmm. like and tolerate, but haven't had any luck so far. Well, I'm a big believer in CBD. It's amazing. Yeah, CBD, CBN, CBG, there's a few different ones if people don't like, you know, the benefits from the CBD or they don't feel an impact. There are a lot of different components that are still perfectly legal, non-psychoactive that have those benefits. But that's so interesting. So you use a rub anyway that has melatonin. So he's still getting some melatonin, just apparently not enough to get him to sleep right now. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mom needs to put a new list together. What I do is I put up a chart, and it's step-by-step guide to what you need to do for bed, for breakfast, for lunch. Well, he took it all down. He said, I'm a big boy. I don't need it. All right. He was doing so good. We took our trip, and then mom's got to put a new one together. And what I do is I do it with um, Rocco, so I laminate the pieces. So they actually go in and they take the piece off when they do it. They can physically see the results. That, okay, I'm doing this. I did it. Mm-hmm. Get your chart. That's great. For other mothers that have kids with autism, right? Because I remember you've mentioned this, I think, that you have an organization that helps people that have children with autism. Is that right? Yep. Um, I Not just autism. I do special needs. And it's special called Unbroken Resilience. And it's okay. to teach the families, you know, they're not broken. They're no different. And once you look at them like who they are as a person and you eliminate the labels, it's like mm-hmm. my kids mm-hmm. do not know their labels. They don't understand what they are. All they know is that their brains are wired differently. And that's it. And I have banned the schools. I've banned everybody from ever telling them. They don't need to know. That's really cool. Until they're old enough to understand they've overcome all these obstacles in life, they don't need to know. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes things can be a self-fulfilling prophecy, obviously, and the way people treat you can make you treat yourself a certain way and all of that. And that's it. You know, the mind is that is, is, you know, we, we have to fit into these labels. And that's how our society here in the United States works. And people don't, when they don't fit into that label, they feel like there's something wrong with them. And so they will, and especially as parents, you look at your kids and you, you get this list, horrible list, and they need to stop doing this. They, yeah. I've got the list. And they tell you, and it's a scare tactic, and I'm so tired of fear-mongering, so I don't watch the news anymore. They tell you, well, your kid's never going to do this. They're not going to do this. They're not going to do this. You need to accept this, accept this, do what we want you to do, do these things, and they will survive. I'm like, no, my kids are not going to survive. They're going to thrive. They're not dumb. They're just different. And that's where I started with the rewiring of your brain and teaching, you know, How you can um, rewire your brain to get the results you want. Yeah, and that's the way so, I, so powerful. Explain it is, um, it's like, okay, so you're going to be learning. But your brain rewired itself itself how to do it. It's the same mm-hmm. concept. Your brain is phenomenal where, yes, it can't regenerate itself, but it can, it's like a giant computer. And so if you take this wire and move it over here, it'll actually activate a different part of your brain, but it will reteach yourself how to do things. So once you figure out how they learn, how anyone learns, you can rewire exactly what you're doing to learn it differently and understand it. But you have to believe that you're not stuck in that situation. Oh, 100%. I love that. It's so inspiring that you're doing that. And it's so important for people to know, for anyone to know, but especially for people in those situations. No, we got to stop this victim mentality. You know, and even like yeah. weight. You know, we're taught that, you know, you're going to get fat because it's a hereditary issue. Your mom was fat. Your grandma was fat. You're going to get that. So you just accept it. So true. So it turns into that self-fulfilling prophecy. Exactly. I mean, that's the same with the metabolism and different, you know, um, 
predispositions to genetic diseases. Well, there's epigenetics to where what you eat in different nutrients can turn on and off your genes. So we're in control of so much more than just common knowledge. Well, it's like um, Sanjay Gupta came out and he goes, you know, the fastest cure to cancer. Eliminate one thing out of your diet. Sugar. Cancer feeds strictly on sugar. If you start eliminating the sugar, the cancer cells are going to die. But you need to want to change your diet and learn that. And uh, my husband's on. He had breast cancer. He eliminated the sugar. Survived it. And then she started going back on binging on chocolate and candy. It flared back up. And she looks at, she called me and she goes, you know, I need your help because I do hypnotherapy. She goes, you know, I know I'm not supposed to eat this. I just don't have the willpower. I go, that's why you don't have the willpower. Because you don't think you do. Mm -hmm. You tell yourself you can't do it. You can't do it. Yeah. You're almost out of time for today. Okay, yeah. Um, Yeah. I think I am out of time, actually, right? It ends at 11? Yeah. Sure. Some shows run over, some don't. Okay, okay. I'm still getting familiar, but um, yeah. So if anyone wants um, that guide that I created for this group specifically um, on basically how to start with nutrition from zero. I have that posted in the group. You can search for my name and I also created a chat in your in that same group to optimize my life group. So there's a chat so if anyone wants to ask any questions, feel free to go in there and let me know. I'm happy to take feedback and anything that I can do to help um, or a topic for the future. I'm happy to hear what you would like to hear because I want to help you guys. <laughs> and then I'm going to so. eat, or send you on Facebook um, Linda's email address. She still isn't fully on Facebook yet. Yeah, you know, Ron, president of the Hope Collection, who helped create this radio show network, he finally joined the Facebook group. Okay, perfect. I know you guys were talking about that, so I'm glad that that happened. <laughs> yeah, I talk about it on every show every day, and we finally now. <laughs> well, I'm glad it worked out. Um, so you want me to go ahead and send her something that we talked about before? I can't. Um, I think she wanted the nutrition basics guide. From yes. Okay. Okay. I'll get that to her. Perfect. Okay. Well, I hope you enjoy the rest of your week, and thank you. We are. We're going to the county fair this weekend. Oh, good. Because I'm going to go meet Papa Jack. Papa Jack is a um, TikTok sensation. He is a 100-year-old, will be 101 in December, Army veteran who lied about his age at the age of 15 to join the Army. World War II. And that 15 was part of the Battle of the Bulge. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to check this person out. That's so interesting. I want to know more. My goal is to get him on our show on Friday. Cool. Well, I'll have to check in to see how that goes. Yeah. Yep. It's Papa Jack on TikTok. Okay. Okay. Cool. And join us back here tomorrow at noon when we have Captain Len Kane talking about the Kindness Program, the Kindness Club, and the Golden Rope Society, and his military adventures when he was in the Navy. Awesome. Okay, thank you so much. So have a good day. I will talk to you soon. Okay. We hope you found today's show insightful and empowering. Remember to follow us on social media and optimize my life for updates, additional resources, and to stay connected with our community. 
Join us back here tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another enriching episode as we continue our journey towards a more fulfilling and optimized life. Until then, take care, and remember to make each day count. Oh,